Hey, bitches. Welcome back to Amira Entry After Dark. Okay. First of all, we are such dedicated bitches, guys. It is literally 2.15 in the morning. And I just had a full body exercise. All right. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. I guess this is a really great way to start the episode. I'm sure everyone wants to know about Cat Guy and our favorite. First, even before that. We know you have all been harassing us, okay? <laughs> we know, we know. I, the, the last few weeks have been really mentally draining for the both of us, okay? Yeah, Amira's been getting a lot of physical activity. <laughs> <laughs> Some physical exercise. Honestly, I stopped going to the gym. I found a new way to work <laughs> out. My body is feeling great, you know? Mm-hmm. I'm just a little sore, a little hard to walk, legs a little shaky. Anyway, so um, in case you can't tell, Amira has a man's, and everyone I'm sure wants to know, because everyone knows him as Cat Guy. His name is Anthony, guys. He has a name. It's not Cat Guy. This is like the official release of his name. His yes. name his is name's Anthony. Anthony. Oh, my God. Um, By the way... I'm sure everyone already expects this because it's us, but Anthony are, and I are like besties. Like, <laughs> like um, when I say like hardcore best friends, like Amira called me um, the day that Anthony asked her out and she was like, guess what happened? And I was like, Anthony asked you out, didn't he? And Anthony, Amira was like just sitting with him and Anthony literally looks at me. He goes, on your first try? Like you guessed on your first try? And then ever since then, Anthony and I text and snap and anything Anthony needs Amira won't attend to, I attend to. So for example, um, did he give you your gift yet or no? Yeah, he did. Okay, so um, you're welcome. By the way, <laughs> picked by yours truly. Anthony went to Orlando and he went to um, Universal, I think, right? Yeah. And Disney. Disney. Yeah, yeah. So he wanted to get Amira something. So he can't exactly ask Amira. So he just calls me. He FaceTimes me in the middle of the store. And I'm at a dinner. And I'm like, Anthony, what the hell do you want? And he's like, which one is better? This one or this one or this one? And then, yeah. And by the way, um, am I allowed to say that both of them told me they loved each other? And I wasn't allowed to tell either of them. But I told both of them. like, (laughs) No, 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 no. no. This, This is how it went. I knew. Okay. So there's just he stares at me like he will sit there and just stare at me and I can see his eye because he has bright blue and green eyes. My my little eyes are so pretty. (sighs) Literally, I absolutely adore his eyes. Mm -hmm. I can see very vividly when his eyes dilate and undilate. And I, I know I, you know the look when someone's in love with you. And I told you this. I was like, he's in love with me. I fucking know it already. When is this bitch going to say it? And then so he one night he was like, oh, yeah, I was talking to Tree about some things, you know. And I was like, I, I know. I was like, I knew it. I fucking knew it. Mm-hmm. And so I was having a mental breakdown while I was walking my dog. And she was like, Anthony loves you. And I was like, yeah. Fuck yeah. Yeah. Fuck this is how I fix her mental breakdowns is I just tell her the things I'm not supposed to tell her. Um, also, uh, I told Anthony that day when he told me he loved her. I was like, yeah, she loves you too. She just won't say it first because Amira has no balls when it comes to men. Um, no, no, no. I have balls. But mm-hmm. I refuse to let myself say I love you first. Yes. That that part of it she doesn't. And like she has, she has guts. Trust me. Um, but like when it comes to that, she has no guts. Anyway, so I have to do it for her. But it worked out in the end, and both of them FaceTime me, like, every other day. Like, whenever they're together, I get snaps from them, both of them. I'm basically the um, assigned middleman. third wheel. Yeah, assigned third wheel, middleman. Um, and then Anthony wants me, like, we're supposed to – well, I'm supposed to go down for Amira's birthday. And basically, Anthony, Amira, and I are running away together is what we've decided <laughs> Oh, yeah. No, 100%. Because, first of all, I can't stand my parents. Neither can you. Mm -hmm. And um, Anthony's just, you know, the the luggage. (laughs) Yeah, basically, he's just the average, you know, Caucasian man, regular life. Yeah, we just we just drag him with us. Um, Listen, my life is crazy as it is. We mm -hmm. both know this very well that my life is beyond normal. Right. Mm -hmm. And I was telling him this because I was a little bit, you know, Alcoholism last night. Mm-hmm. So I was like telling him, I was like, You're like 
normal. Nothing interesting goes in your life. You're boring as fuck. You know, you're my normal in my life. And that's why. Oh my God, wait. I didn't even tell you. This is your first time hearing this. And the podcast is going to hear this too. Wait. Okay. So story time. For all of you that don't know, my ex lives in California. Right? So um, I, I, I don't know how I didn't tell you this. But one of my friends went to California for an occasion like she had something with her cousins and she met him there like she's there right now and they met like two days ago um and she's coming back and he's sending me something holy fuck yeah um and uh I'll I guess I'll open it on FaceTime with you or him and then we'll like like you know figure it out but yeah not to mention, I fucking cursed out her ex. Mm-hmm. With and, my mother also cursed yeah. him out. And then he finally decided that maybe it was a better idea to stop everything and listen to Amira and her mom. And maybe get his life together just a little bit. So um, I would like to appreciate him for picking himself up and getting his grades together and getting his life together. Because Amira and I have fixed all of our exes. Like, please, like, praise us. Like, this is, like... Amir and I's favorite thing to do. Our pastime is fix the ex. <laughs> it's like a I gave up that pastime. Yeah. Because okay, I, this is like really shitty of me because I was like, oh my god, Kevin, I still love you, right? Right. Okay. And then we start talking. He starts getting back into his bitchy ass, bitch ass ways. And the night that me and Anthony went to the beach, the second no, the second or third time we started hanging out. He was driving me home, and I snapped him a picture of Anthony's hand on my thigh. And so, a few days later, he was like, do you fucking mind fucking me, Amir? And I was like, no. It was some random guy from a party. Because that's when I didn't really know Anthony that well. I didn't know where any of that. I didn't know where this was going, you know? Mm-hmm. By and the way, then- I got a really cute video of them on the beach the night it happened. It's my favorite video of them to this day. Okay, anyway. And then... Literally a few days after I start, I started dating Anthony because then we hung out almost every day after that. And I was like, shit, I really like this kid. Fuck, fuck, fuck. And we all know that Kevin lived in Texas. So I was so used to long distance for a really long time. And then having someone now is like, holy shit. Yeah. Now I have attachment issues, and so does he. No, it's so cute, you guys. Literally, okay, they got into, like, a really small argument. Okay, personally, I don't... Amira... It's not even an argument. Yeah, yeah, Amira knows this, but um, the one thing I do when it comes to her relationships is never pick sides. I'll try to deal with it on both ends, because that's just what I do. I am, like, a moderator. But, um, yeah, so I was trying to, like, help both of them figure it out and whatever. And then Anthony, literally out of the blue, he goes, I'm going to drive to her house and go fix it right now. And I was like, oh, my God, you're literally so precious. And I would just like to appreciate, man. I don't know. He'll probably start listening to the podcast because he's, like, obsessed with you. Anyway. <laughs> no, 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 no. He was like, I'm not listening to your podcast because I want to eat. Oh, shit. Okay. Anyway. Yeah, basically. So I guess we can have Anthony Slander on here. You know who does listen to the podcast, Amira? Mr. Alexander. Hey, Mr. Alexander. Hi, Mr. Alexander. Lovely to see that you're doing okay. Yeah. It's, Thank it's, you for fucking listening to my cursed out advice. Yes. And don't ever fucking cut me off again because I you learned your lesson that night as well. <laughs> he's terrified of you it's kind of funny he'll like go back and be like this is so funny he'll like read the message <laughs> anyway um basically um anthony is like he wants to make sure they're like amira is good all the time and like he'll like show her off it's so perfect like I'm dude happy. I know. okay so calvin just refused to ever post me mm-hmm. <laughs> and show me off okay so first I- of all wait 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 I don't want to interrupt you, but I would just like to give everyone an idea of this man's excuse. Guys, he goes, I don't know how to make an Instagram story. I was like, I remember this. I was like, he's like, I don't know how to make an Instagram story. I was like, Calvin, what? And he was like, I don't know how to highlight anything. I don't know what I'm doing. Blah, 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 blah. And I was like, I give up. Like, I I literally, I'm deceased. I give up. I quit. That's it. It's over. Anyway. When I tell you this man, oh my fucking God. He, I was laying in his bed. And he was like, take a video and post it on my story. And I was like, what? He's like, take a video of yourself, just you, and post it on my main story. And that is when my heart dropped. No, actually, my heart dropped was when we weren't dating yet. And he posted the TikTok of us. And I was like, 
Oh. Yeah. And then, my heart dropped when he changed his name on TikTok to Amira's boyfriend. I, was, I love how that we're both equally obsessed with each other. And you know what? He accepts my fucking craziness, okay? Because he watched me have a mental breakdown every day of last week. Yeah, I know. And, like, I think Anthony is very um, understanding and patient with Amira. And I really like that. Um, and, like, I feel like Amira... Um, no like she'll let me say this because she loves me um but Amira is a little bit of a broken record um and it like takes a lot of patience like in a good way to understand and like kind of cope with her problems with her and I really appreciate Anthony for that because no offense to Mr. Zhizhou but he did not have that type of patience and he only really dealt with Amira's problems when she was um not sober and I hated that. But Anthony deals with their problems whenever and wherever. And she has physical, emotional support, which she really needs. And so, yeah, everyone clapped for Amira for finding a healthy relationship with a six foot two man. <laughs> like, we were, we were, like, we can talk about these things. And he understands. Like, I'm a person who has been through so much from a very, very young age. So I naturally have all of these walls up and don't. Until Tree, I never opened up about anything to anyone. And she was the one who taught me how to open up to people. So it takes a while for me to be fully comfortable with someone to even speak about relatively anything that's ever happened to me throughout my course of my lifetime, you know? Mm-hmm. And, like- and he is patient. Like, he was like, I know that you've been through a shit ton of things. And he was like, I know and understand that when you're ready to talk about something i will be here and when you need to i will be here i'm not gonna push you into talking anything i'm not gonna do anything i will wait until you're comfortable i this he's so perfect and anyways and you know what he doubts that he is absolutely perfect and i will tell it to him every single day for the rest of my life if i have to he is so perfect in every sense and i i love him to death and like okay i know y'all are gonna be like amira you said this about someone else no bitch this is different because he's in front of my face every second of every day. Okay. I literally see him every single day. Whether yeah. it be like five minutes or four hours, I see him every single day. Yeah. Nearly. Unless like this weekend, for example, was like, yeah. But also Anthony makes an effort to like call her and like check up on her. And like my favorite thing about Anthony is he took the time to get like, this sounds okay. This is like something that Amira can't really talk on because she doesn't, no, like she knows, but she doesn't know. But like, Calvin never got like took the time to get to know me, and Amira is very aware of that. But Anthony makes a very strong effort to get to know me, and and we had like good conversations. And Anthony and I clicked very quickly, which I think Amira is pretty appreciative of too. Um, and usually I'm like good with all our friends and whatever, and we click pretty fast. But no, Anthony and I like Anthony talks to me as a friend not like oh you're Amira's best friend so I have to like you know he like talks to me as a person and I really appreciate that like obviously Amira appreciates it too but more than that I appreciate it because he doesn't have to do that you know what I mean yeah basically me and Tree come in a pair yeah like just he let it be like that like he like he knows that you and I talk and you're my best friend and he respects that but he also respects us individually as people and I really like that unlike unlike him not Kelvin we're not talking about him we're talking about someone else who blatantly only talked to Tree to get back at me or to get me back into his life anyway that is another podcast episode alone is yeah because that video got had to be taken down and blah 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 but anyway um if you saw that tiktok um you didn't okay (laughs) it didn't happen nothing happened don't worry about it Um, and if you have no idea what we're talking about good you should not have any idea what we're talking about no this is something that stays between us no offense we love you all very very much but this (laughs) this one this one is a little um too personal and it involves a little bit too many people um, (laughs) who should not be on the (laughs) 
we love you all so much but um this is like the one story that i think amir and i would die to share but we respect people enough to not share honestly because um, he'd cry he'd cry, he'd cry for hours no and he's be so bad um and like tons of hate comments and tons of this and this and this and we just respect people okay in this um environment we are very- it's not like he cheated on me because we were not dating let mm-hmm. me make that very very clear we were not dating mm-hmm. so yeah, this one, this one's a little, um, just a little questionable. This one is a little, um... The word to even... describe it is obsessive. The word to describe it is, um, messy, obsessive, <laughs> um, psychotic, uh, you know, questionable. Um, the, why does he texted me today? No, fu- what did he say? Tree! Oh my god, I missed you! And I was like, uh, Okay, I guess well. Uh, yeah, I know. Um, guys, we, no one knows about this person, I think, right? No, because it was never really a public, I mean, it was a little bit public because, like, we'd post each other, mm-hmm. but it was, ne- there was never a label on anything. We'd do cute things and I'd post about it and people would be like, oh my God, ooh, cute Amira. But it was never like, I have a boyfriend. You know. Yeah. Um like and also like he kind of like okay, he doesn't he listen to this first of all? I don't think so. I'm pretty sure he dies. Oh well. <laughs> it's not like we're talking anymore. Which yeah. I mean, okay, first of all, let me ask you that. Do you regret that you don't talk to him anymore? Mm, fuck no. Yeah. Um I know someone cried about their song playing. <laughs> no, because I was like, because that's when I was like, fuck everyone. And I was like emotional because my mom cursed me out. And then that song came on and I was like, fuck you. Yeah, no, I think that um, it could have been something. And you know what's so funny, Amira? Like, he isn't going to tell you this, obviously, but um, he thinks that everything's going to change if he comes down in August. Like, he thinks you're just going to realize that he's the love of your life. And I'm like, um, um. I guarantee you in August, me and Anthony will be literally the happiest we've ever been. Yeah, I just don't think that's going to happen. Um, but whatever. And I just, like, it's just, like, um, a little bit, a little bit what? Like, how do I word this? How do we explain this without giving the situation away? It's just someone thinking they ha- it's their place to say stuff when it wasn't. And I understand. It was person A trying yeah, to okay, get wait. person yeah, yeah, yeah. B away from me because person A was really jealous of that. Yeah, And so- person A tried using tree yes. to get person b out of my life person a asked me to get rid of person b the person a literally goes you need to get rid of him so i can have amira and i was like uh, um no wrong and then person a kept asking me he's like what is it that i don't do that person b does that makes him so much better like, i just don't understand like what the fuck amira is mine and like we had a future and blah 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 and person b and i was like shut up about person b like let her be happy with whoever she's happy with and um the issue is like this person person a still texts me because person a literally straight up told me you remind me of mira so i text you and i was like what like i literally straight up said what and he goes yeah like you're like my only connection to her now to know she's doing well so whenever he brings amira up i literally say like I have to go like I what do you want like at this point I'm like ready to like I can literally tell you all right now I've known person a for what going on almost a year now yeah I was about to say yeah and I've known Anthony for quite a long time but oh yeah Anthony is person b (laughs) (laughs) we gotta get that away if you couldn't tell Anthony is person b but anyway keep going person a I think we anyone could have like yeah, yeah. Fat, like, yeah, yeah. My context. Oh, oh, but, but, but it is not the same person A and person B as Amira's candle TikTok. That's different. No, 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 no. Yeah, it's yeah, not. Yeah. No, no, no. That let's, wasn't let's, it. Yeah, let's make it very clear. That's not those person A and person B. That's different. Anyway. Yeah. Going. And yeah. Keep going. Like you were saying. Anthony and I have, okay, I don't know how to explain it, but since the first time that I was with Anthony, there's like 
there's some the chemistry between us is just impeccable i could have never had that chemistry with person a yeah and person a is the issue is person a forced himself like not physically onto mira but forced himself emotionally onto mira you know what i mean like he just wanted to be your everything like like this like so fast as soon as amira got out of a relationship person b jumped the gun or person a sorry not anthony person a jumped the gun and amira wasn't ready for that and person a was a good friend and letting her heal and whatever but person a thought that by doing that amira would catch feelings and you know i was super vulnerable mm-hmm. after being in the relationship with kelvin and he was there so obviously when he called i'd answer and i'd like talk to him for hours but i was in a place where it was like oh you know it's not like i have another guy right now so it's like okay i'm gonna talk to him because he's a good friend he listens he's he's the sweetest he's a sweet kid with a kind soul right but it was yeah. it's it's not our it wasn't meant to happen yeah, and, and I think that um, a lot of people just don't understand. Like, the fact of the matter is, if it's meant to be, it will be. And I really strongly believe that phrase, and I know Amira does too. And you know what? The issue is, you cannot force something that is clearly not meant to be in your life right now. And we um, know this because of Kelvin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and we know it because of a lot of things in our lives, and not even just relationships, but friendships too. Like, We've both learned the hard way that people who aren't meant to stay will not stay. And the longer you force them to stay, the more it will hurt when they go. And I think that's one of the most valuable things that if you ever take anything away from this podcast, it should be that. It should be that people who are meant to go, it will only hurt more if you force them to stay. Because at the end of the day, they are meant to go. So Especially go. if you're forcing someone to be in love with you. Oh, that shit hurts like a bitch. Oh, my God. Something that we both say is that God will take people in and out of your life for a for reason. reason. Mm-hmm. Whether you realize it now or 20 years from now, it ha- everything happens for a reason. Sometimes it's a really terrible thing like losing someone that you love or a loved one because of death or some people just walk away. Like yeah. Calvin, for example, I thought I was losing a big part of me. At that time, I did. But now, I learned that he never loved me the way I loved him. And I can see that now, being in a relationship with Anthony, that he loves me just the mu- just as much as I love him. And it's a totally different feeling. It's completely different. Like, when I was with Calvin in Texas, the way he looked at me was not the way that Anthony looks at me. Yeah. It's as simple as that. Yeah, and also, like, another thing I think, like, Amira was talking about is forcing someone to fall in love with you. Another thing is Amira and I have both taken this pain and, like, swallowed it whole multiple times. Listening to a person you love fall in love with someone else is the, like, utmost painful thing you will ever have to go through. And Amira and I watched it. Like, we did it together. We both did it at one point. Like, Watching someone you love fall out of love with you and fall into love with someone else. And you have to sit there and be like, oh my god, I'm so supportive of you, whatever, whatever. But you're like choking on like whatever, you know, like you're choking on your words. And it's hard and it's really painful. But you know what? At the end of the day, the only reason you do that is because you can't force someone to fall in love with you. Exactly. And, yeah. And if you love someone, you will support them no matter what. No matter if you're in love with them, if you hate, like, if you low-key hate them for what they did to you, if they were, like, the worst person ever to you, if you truly love someone after everything they've done to you, you still support them. You will support them in anything. And If you love someone, you will truly let them go. Mm-hmm. And, and it hurts and it will cause you so many fucking tears that I cannot even begin to explain to you. Like, trust me, um, listening to someone you love, like you are like in love with, talk about who they are in love with and listening to it not be you is by far the worst thing. This is something that you've dealt with, and I saw how much Mm -hmm. you went through, Mm -hmm. and it truly does break a person and tear Mm -hmm. them apart. Mm -hmm. And, and like, I don't know if you guys know this. Okay, first of all, we're not going to bash anyone for this because we've already done our fair share of bashing any allies. (laughs) 
Um, and I think done my fair share of dragging someone I don't know. Yes, and I think we are just um, like done with that. But the issue is, someone like okay, I'm just gonna say it because now I think like enough people know it to say it. But the entire issue with my relationship was that so like my boyfriend or my ex boyfriend, sorry. Uh, my ex-boyfriend loved his ex when he was dating me and then broke up with me for his ex they are not dating They he's just in love with her and he talks about it to me every single day and like at first that shit hurts so like ask Amir like, at, like Amir you can just talk about it like I don't even have to explain this like you can explain it no having like i am me and tree are twin flames by far everything Mm -hmm. in our life is literally aligned when Mm -hmm. i have a bad day and i'm crying because of my mom or something else the next day tree will start crying about something that tears her Mm -hmm. down equally as much as i was the previous day so i can like when tree cries I feel that emotion as if it was happening to me. When I cry and something bad happens to me, she feels that as if she was me. Yeah. So having to watch her, like, you un- you can sense that pain. You can physically feel it off of herself. It mm-hmm. drains a person. It tears them apart. It makes them fall into 50 million different pieces. And no matter how many times she breaks, I will be there to pick it up and glue her together. That's how we are. Mm-hmm. and like i think um the part that no one understands about it unless you go through it and like some of my friends have been through it and some of my friends are still going through it and some people will eventually have to go through it so you know what might as well and i i really don't wish this on anyone but watching someone you love fall in love with someone else is painful and miserable and dealing with someone who's going through that is even more miserable because Amira can't do anything about it. She can't force someone to love someone else, you know? She can just watch me sit there and cry. Like, what is she going to do about it? Literally nothing. She just has to be like, okay, it's going to be okay. It's going to be okay. But at the end of the day, she and I both know that it's going to take a while for it to be okay. Like, that's it, it takes a while for things to heal. And that phrase that time heals things, time, yes. How much time? I can't tell you and no one can you know that's just healing and bitch it might take a year like I like you don't know that it could take forever like it might take you two weeks and it might take you two years doesn't it depends on every situation and every different person but time does heal and the only thing people outside of the situation can do is watch and that's the part that hurt the most and the same thing with Amira and Calvin it hurt so much to see Amira get cheated on and like broken up with like that and repeatedly yes (laughs) anyway I thought once was enough but apparently not but it hurts so badly to watch it happen and like it's not like I could have been like, okay, you need to stop doing this now. I couldn't have stopped it. I couldn't have changed a single thing about it. I just had to be there for her. And, you know, now she's in a happy, stable relationship. And that's good. And time healed her. And now she's in a better place with a better person. But that doesn't mean she didn't have to go through a fair share of struggle. Like, bitch, her eating disorder almost came back. Like, that's how bad it was. And that's not fun for anyone who knows what it's like to have an eating disorder. It's hard and recovery is hard and it's no fun to be slipping back into it in the first place but the best we can do and i think the good thing about mira and i is we feel each other's pain very well and it can be a bad thing but usually it's a good thing because we both have learned to empathize with one another but yeah you can't do anything you are just kind of stuck you know a big mistake that i see a lot of people doing even when it happened to me not you but like other people mm-hmm. is forcing someone to move on when they're not ready when i broke up with kelvin and i was hurting everyone was like amira you're way hotter than him get the fuck over it he really wasn't really that serious no no matter if i was prettier than him or anything i loved that kid with every ounce in my heart at that time mm-hmm and so like, it was going to take me time to heal when I was ready to. And I did. It took me a while until I realized and I found someone, Anthony, that made me realize I wasn't getting the love that I deserved. He showed me. She is showing me the love that I deserve. Mm-hmm. And I'm immensely grateful for that. Because if it wasn't for that, I would have always believed that him treating me like that in our relationship when I was dating Calvin was okay. And it wasn't. 
Mm-hmm. And like another thing that people don't understand is that like, you know, when people like people always say, oh, my God, you don't need someone. You don't need someone. I literally just saw this on TikTok. I think some of the another piece of really good advice I've heard is it is OK. You just need like you need to know that you don't need anyone, but it is OK to want someone. Just know you don't need them, but it is 100 percent OK to want someone and that shit is so true like amira didn't need kelvin didn't need anyone in her life she just wanted someone she didn't need anthony to make her feel better but wanting someone because you know like unfortunately for both of us all of our emotional support literally lives in different states like what the fuck is this first of all we live over like 300 miles away from each other which is kind of slightly inconvenient so Amira's version of emotional support is very scarce, and so is mine, because all my best friends live across the country, which is great. Um, so the issue is Amira didn't need anyone, but she didn't have anyone if she wanted someone, and luckily for her, she has Anthony now, and Anthony gives her physical affection, which is something Amira needs a lot, and you know I think like that's one of her biggest love languages is physical touch. And she didn't have that in a long-distance relationship. And it takes a lot of, like, mental strength to go through long-distance, if for anyone who hasn't. I could... And there was a point where Kelvin was like, hug a pill, a big pillow, and think as if that was me. I had to do that constantly. Tree, watch me physically mm-hmm. cry. Because all I wanted was a hug from this one kid, and I couldn't have that. And that pain is so much. Because you have want but you can't physically touch them or be with them and then being able to have someone now who can literally drive over to your house when you're sad like I was having a mental breakdown and he brought me my coffee in the morning that Mm -hmm. alone made my entire day yeah and I think that like the main thing about long distance if anyone is doing it by the way props to you I think the one benefit of long distance that Amir and I can both partially attest to is if you can love and trust and have an entire relationship with someone without having to be there with them, like that establishes so much faith in a person if it does work out in the end. For Amira's situation, Calvin cheated and that kind of just lost all the trust. But at the same time, he lived in Texas. So it was kind of harder for them to establish trust in the first place. And in my case, Malvin never cheated on me or did anything like that. And that was the one reason, like, we had continuous trust in a relationship. So it wasn't strange. Like, it wasn't hard for us to trust each other. And the fact is, we can trust each other from California and Georgia. It wouldn't be a problem to trust each other when we're right next to each other. Which is the one good thing about long distance. It forces you to establish a lot of things in a relationship from a distance and if you can do it from a distance clearly you can do it when you're right next to each other you know? it also teaches you life lessons like i always tell my mom this i was like even though he brung me pain he taught me how to be an adult he taught me how to grow up he taught me how to love someone he taught me how to be alone as a person and i think that everyone needs that alone yeah. independence just, they need to know how to be alone and they need to know how to function and cope by themselves because i guarantee you no matter how many people in your life there are there is a point where you are going to be alone and you need to learn to cope with your emotions alone like me and tree will always be there whenever we need it but we respect mm-hmm. that we have our boundaries and sometimes we just need to be fucking alone yeah and it, and it happens and like um, and I think the part that most people don't understand is, yes, like, Amir and I answer each other's calls, like, 99% of the time, and whatever, and whatever, and yes, we text each other every day obsessively, we're kind of like a married couple, don't worry about it, anyway, <laughs> but at the same time, like, if Amira is with Anthony, or if she's in this situation where she just got out of an argument with her mom and doesn't call me, 
if she didn't call me after that, I know that she doesn't want to call me after that. And I don't just go there and call her and, like, continuously, like, you know, ring. Bombard me. Yeah, like, let her be a little bit. And when she's ready to call me, she'll call me. And same thing with me. If I don't pick up her call, she'll text me. And as soon as I'm done, like, whatever I'm doing, I'll text her back and be like, hey, I needed some time alone. Or, hey, this is what was happening. We have boundaries. And I think that everyone needs to establish that with whoever's in their life friends relationships parent like whatever it is have a set of boundaries with people because that like if you don't establish boundaries people will automatically cross them and then once you try to set them they'll be like oh well i already crossed them once so what's the problem and i think that's exactly what happened with you and kelvin and you'll like testify to that amira and kelvin never established a oh we're dating until like three months into like them talking you know what and like and Kelvin at that point or like went out on other dates and like did other things and you know like and even like Amira I think like she still hung out with her guy friends and whatever and that boundary was never established and then even once they started dating that boundary is like oh it's been crossed so why not cross it again and personally I think that's why Calvin was okay with cheating but you know like that's his loss now because you're happier and and you learned and sadly the hard way but you learned you know Oh, that's why I'm blocked on everything because you can't see me happy. <laughs> that is very sad, I personally think. Um, I think the one thing is um if you can be friends with your exes, it's like it's hard at first, but I think it could teach you a lot. And I think Amira can justify And you know that what? Too. No matter how much like it has hurt me, I'm still the bigger person because even after he blocked me, I was a bigger person and was like, hey, I know you're still going through shit. If you want to talk to someone, I'm still here because mm, I understand. Mm, mm, no, no, no. Actually. I didn't want to, but you forced me to. And <laughs> yes. because of that, you you are the bigger person. You learn. And I understand that, you know what? At a point in time, that kid did love me with all of his heart, you know? Yeah. And he did open up to things. And that is hard alone. And I get that. So at a point, I was someone that he trusted with everything, you know? So... If he ever needed to talk about something, I will pick up the phone and I will answer out of respect. Yeah, exactly. And, like, um, I think, like, once you date someone, um, you have a connection to the person that you can't exactly lose. You know what I mean? Like, you once you open up to a person, you can't unopen up. Like, they already know everything. So, if you ever need to turn to someone... This is going to sound really bad, but an ex is a really good person to turn to if it was a healthy and if you guys can manage it. Because an ex will always know things about you that most people probably don't know, considering that you dated them. And and yes, it is hard to be friends with your exes, especially if they are manipulative and stupid and toxic and whatever, whatever. But in the off chance that you did end in a good, healthy way, or you've grown both as people and learned from your mistakes an ex is someone who will know you better than no other unless like your best friend is different or like whatever but that relationship that you'll always have even if it's just a friendship now is still based on a relationship from the past and like Amira is with Anthony right now she's very open with him and like yes it takes time to open up to a person but he knows a lot of things that most of Amira's friends don't know. And yes, may I know most of those things and Anthony knows most of those things now. But if Amira needed something and in the like God forbid Anthony and Amira break up, I feel like they would still both talk as people because they both know so much about each other. You know what I mean? A hundred percent. Like there's a feeling that I have with him. Like I don't know how to explain it. It's like I trust him with my whole heart, you know? I never had that with Calvin, mm-hmm. and I have this with him. Like, I don't give a fuck about who he's texting, if he's texting someone. I don't want to, like, look at his phone or anything like that. I trust him, and I know that he trusts me because he sees the way that I look at him, and he knows that I love him so much, and he makes me so happy. I think everyone can see how much happier I've been while being with him like, you can see how much more smiley I am and how much I giggle with him. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I think the best part about it is that it was so effortless, you guys. Like, when I tell you there was no effort put into, like, falling in love with each other, it was zero effort. And I watched it from the outside, and I, like, can say that. Because they really just kind of clicked. It was so 
unexpected. You know that phrase when people say like you find love when it's you're least expecting it type thing? It was that. It was I wasn't literally. looking for a relationship when I met. Okay, the fr- how we okay how we hanged. <laughs> how we started hanging out. Okay, so he asked me on a date months ago, and I was like, okay, and then just never responded after that. And then he asked me out again, and I was like, okay, and then I just never responded. We were snapping really late at night, and I was like, I'm fully shaved. You pulling up or what? And then, <laughs> and then the next day. I was like, you know what? I'm so fucking shaved everywhere. You know, you fucking pulling up or what? <laughs> and he picked me up. And, you know, I got into his car and I was like, he's really pretty. And his eyes are really pretty. I was like, shit. And, you know, we talked for a little bit. But even when I first met him, it was just like, okay. When we were, you know, <clears throat> he was looking at me a certain way. And I was like, holy shit, this is chemistry. What the fuck? You know, and then two days later, he asked me to go to the beach with him, I'm... and I, you, I was, I was off my ass. I was like, oh my god, I'm going to the beach with him. Oh my gosh, oh my gosh, oh my gosh. I was like so excited. We he picked me up. We drove down to Palm Beach and we walked around, and we found this really cute little spot and we talked for like an hour and a half, two hours, like just talking about everything and he just listened to me talk about how much I loved the stars and how passionate I was about medicine and I listened to him and all of his stupidness that I absolutely adore and down to the beach and we were just standing in the water and he was just holding me and it was comforting and it was this feeling and release of just happiness and serotonin and I felt like all of that weight that I had from just being stressed out was just gone whilst he was just holding me like in the water. And then I came home and I was, I was off my ass. I was like, Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. I was like, Oh my God. Mm-hmm. This was so good. And like, I just think that um, she just like, I don't know. I'm sure everyone can tell, but you have this like whole new glow to you. Like physically. Yes. Like mentally. I don't think you, like, even at your lows, like, just reminding you that you have someone who loves you is a very reassuring thing. And I'm just saying that generally, but especially for you, Amira, like, whenever you're down about something, I think that, remind, like, knowing that you have someone who will always pick you up from your lows is such a good thing for you because at one point you didn't have that in your life, you know, and now you have a lot of those people in your life and that's, it's a good thing and and I think people would some people will relate to this who are listening to this um but if you've gone through trauma in your life it is very very hard to find someone who understands your triggers and respects your trauma and knows what is like affects you mentally and how you cope with it and whatever and I would like to say that Anthony has taken his time to understand all of that. And it's probably the sweetest thing I've ever seen. Like, he just cares so much. Every little thing. Like, he literally took her to the mall the other day because she was sad. So he woke her up in the morning and got her coffee and then took her to the mall because she, like, he knows she likes retail therapy. Like, that's just so cute to me. You know, like, it's the very little things. And people don't think that matters. But, like, I mean, I'm sure Americans scream about them for, like, 24 hours. <laughs> the biggest thing, he does this every time we hang out. We could be laying down or we could be eating. Or it just be the randomest time. We stop what we're doing and we just stare at each other. And there's that feeling of just, like, holy shit I love this person so much and I could stare into his eyes endlessly and he's told me this many times he was like I've never wanted to just stare at a person and just admire them like that and it's so comforting it's not something that I'm used to me and my mom were talking about this because and I you know I love is that he he respects me as a person. He respects my craziness. He respects my religion, first of all. Like, I was, I had an Indian wedding. 
And me and my mom had to go to Indian stores to get jewelry oh, for me. Did it. it was so cute. He came with us. He got. He came to get my Indian outfit fitted. He went to all of the three different Indian stores. We walked around. I explained the Hindu gods to them. We were walking around the the store. I explained what Diaz were. I was I was explaining the the culture we have. He watched Om Shanti Om with me. And I was explaining him the traditions that we have. The Indian wedding, I was sending him videos of the ceremony. I was, I explained to him that the whole ceremony is connecting the person's hands, their soul, their body, their mind together. And then I was like, do you want to come to temple with me? And he was like, hell yeah, I do. And just someone loving you so much that they will do those things. And like, are, he's so like interested and respects that. And that is the most attractive thing ever. And not to mention, not to mention, he is smart. And that is attractive alone. And mm-hmm. he, he, Mr. was not the brightest kid in the world. So being able to just sit there and talk about medicine one-on-one with someone who equally understands what you're talking about is, the, it feels like you're on top of the world. Like, I've told you this. My mom has always told me this. She was like, when you find someone who – that's why I look for people who are in medicine because they understand the passion you have for it. They mm-hmm. understand the feeling of standing in an OR and or just being with patients. They understand that, and he gets that, and it is amazing. And I really appreciate the fact that Anthony is just like he's so invested in Amira that he'll invest himself into all parts of her life. You know what I mean? Like every single part of her life. And it's so cute. It's just so like wholesome. Anyway, I like I just hope that all of you guys can find something. And I know it sounds cheesy. Everyone's gonna be like, oh my god, you guys haven't been dating for a month. But like I wish you guys could, like, experience it firsthand or even secondhand like I do. Like, I'm literally in the middle of their relationship 24-7. Whenever they're together, I'm literally getting snaps from the both of them. It's, like, point of view, point of view. It's, like, <laughs> when, it's like Amira's face on Anthony's snap and then Anthony's face on Amira's snap. It's literally the same fucking thing. It's so funny. And both of them are on my best friends list because of how often they see each other and how often they snap. <laughs> anyway. But I really do hope that all of you guys can find something like that because it's just you so- all like yeah. see me with like my many men that I have in my life. But when you like you see this because mm-hmm. you see how much we're together and how we are with each other and you guys only see a very small portion of that. You don't see how we talk with each other. You don't see like today he had to write an essay about the Jim Crow laws and I was writing a paper on stem cells I was sitting in my little chair and he was laying on my bed and we were working it was in complete silence and he was like hey can you read over this and I was like yeah of course you know just being able to like sit there in silence working on our own things is I that is amazing too and it's like it's so different from everything else yeah and like I said I hope all of you guys can find something like that eventually and watch. Everyone's going to bash it. So you're going to be like, oh, my God, you guys are going to, like, break up in some fucking – just just wait. We will we will see, okay? We'll bet money on it or something. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Not, Not the ex-boyfriend that. Oh, hey, God. yo, I, I, I'm, I, I won that shit because you know what? I didn't go back to it. Hey, neither have I yet. So, like, we're still on our $50. You have a new boyfriend, so, yeah, you're fine. But I'm also fine because you know why? My ex is um, a little bit psycho, you know, in a good way. He just, uh, he needs a little bit of assistance. It's okay. We're working on it. <laughs> we'll get there. Mm, anyway. Our point is that we hope you find something like Amir and Anthony. Kind of- and let me, let me tell you, not even that. Like, every aspect of our relationship is on point. And, like, from, you know, <clears throat> some, some other aspects of, you know, yeah. that is immaculate. It is hours long. And let me fucking tell you, it is great. Uh, Mira is a little bit um, 
you know, after every time she just calls me and she's like, Troy. And I'm like, oh my God, here we go again. You know what? And it is, it's nice because you know what? We're like on the same page all the time. And it's, we're into the same things. I would just like to tell you Amira's one kinky bitch. Okay. <laughs> I would like to make, oh my God. The daddy <laughs> issues are there. You know, yeah, the daddy no, issues yeah. are very, very prominent. <laughs> I and... wonder why. Mm, okay. <laughs> Let me know. We were in the my mom is so out of pocket. We were in the car driving and he me and him are in the backseat giggling. And she was like, That's the car that Amira's dad died in that exact <laughs> moment. <laughs> <laughs> and just the look on his face. He probably just wanted to like, die in the moment. He was like, uh, yeah. Anyone else hear that? Anyway, by the way, um, for the record, Amir and I joke about her dark humor like this all the time. So it is. And not- you know what? He, he allows me to, to to joke about it, and I love him because last night I was talking about this. Everyone knows I hate driving because that's how my dad died, you know, and that took mm-hmm. a lot out of me. And then when I was younger, me and my mom got into a really bad car accident. So all that did was make it even ten times worse. I know how to drive, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. But I absolutely hate it. He respects that, you know. Mm-hmm. And last night he was saying, he was like, when he makes turns and I'm on the side of other cars, he slows the fuck down. I never realized that. And he was telling me that. And I was like, oh, my gosh. I was like, oh, my gosh. I was That's like, oh. so I was like, cute. I was geeking the fuck out. I was like, oh, my gosh. <laughs> That's very cute. And um, I don't know if you guys have noticed, but we've been talking for a total of nearly an hour. And that is because we have to make up all the, the harassment <laughs> you guys have sent us. Um, I'm pretty sure we've gotten a couple of death threats. <laughs> At this point, everyone's been harassing us on Snapchat, Instagram, Twitter. Literally, I Instagram, TikTok. I'm just, like, I'm just like, okay, bitch, chill the hell out. Okay, like, we know we need a new podcast episode. We're trying here, okay? Bitch got busy lives. Like, we're working on it. But you know what? Mm-hmm. College is great. End of story. I think we're living we're, our lives. We are very but good. but I think I will kill all of my professors the day that I can't. You know what? Some of my professors, <laughs> I really do want to. I can't say that anymore. But I do. You know what? I can say this because you know what? I'm a free woman. <laughs> Not I. I'm a. I live in the United States. I am in free speech. I know girls have literally thought about this. Okay, have you not looked at one of your professors and been like, like you know, those in those movies where it's like, oh yeah, I'm sleeping with my professor. It's like the whole like thing. I would. You know what? I have thought about that. You know, it's it's come very close to where I wanted to do this with a professor, but I didn't. <laughs> but I didn't. Okay. Okay. You've seen the Dales on TikTok. You've seen the sexy teachers on TikTok, okay? <laughs> I know you saw that one TikTok of those two girls and the fine-ass fucking teacher. I have, sadly, unfortunately. <laughs> okay, like, just imagine. Like, can we just picture this? A really big, you know, room at a college and, like, the professor. And, you know, like, in, like, the Wapad story. <laughs> oh, God. Amir has some, um, some, um, fantasies. Yeah. <laughs> Excuse me. You okay? You want to talk about yours? Okay, no, I it's fine because I'm not psycho like you. Okay, you can tell everyone about your sexual fantasies with your <laughs> professors. You have fun. Actually, that kind of reminds me. One of um, I think it was in eighth grade, or maybe he's a teacher at our middle school. But everyone is obsessed with this one teacher here, and like all of my friends are like on it. Even the guys are like, "Oh my god, this man is so fine." I'm like, "What?" Anyway, I wasn't here for that part because I moved in eighth grade. But like, apparently, this teacher is like heavily fuckable, and I'm like, "What? The f- what is going honestly, on?" Honestly, 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 eighth grade year. Mm-hmm. I had this history teacher, and we would flirt the fuck out. <coughs> we flirt the flirting? fuck with it. We used to flirt all the time, and I used to like, go into his room during lunch. And you know, he had a wife, but you know what? She wasn't like you, anyways. <laughs> anyway, bitch, world. my mom used to flirt with my gym teacher. Cause okay, what happened was no. is that <laughs> story time. What happened was is that I was at a pep rally. And then the teacher took off his shirt to go play basketball. And my mom was like, holy shit. And I was like, I know fucking right. He's ripped his shit right for a fucking gym teacher. He was sexy as fuck. And they used to flirt. And you know what? My mom and another teacher used to flirt. But then he molested this kid on a soccer team. And everyone was like, what the fuck? 
Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> that is quite the dark twisted story. <laughs> Let's just say Amir has been through a lot of things in her lifetime. She has a lot of fucking stories. Oh, God. I can't wait for the college admissions officer to sit there and read it and just cry. You'll be like, okay, next. <laughs> no, no, no. My medical school application is literally my trauma. I, I was going to say, you should, like, bullet point your trauma in your head. <laughs> okay, this is literally going to be the person at a medical school reading my application. Yeah, no. My death of my father, my death of my, my, my grandfather. Oh, car accident, more car accident, brain aneurysm, cousin killing herself. <laughs> it's just a list of all the traumas. And at the end of it, be like, accept me or else more trauma will happen. Do you not feel bad for me? Let me into your school. I'm just like, I will commit suicide. <laughs> I am TikTok famous. I will have 500,000 people show up to your campus and start a riot. <laughs> this person is going to like fire himself from his own job. He's like, I'm resigning. <laughs> no, no, no. Everyone reading my medical school application just resigns. You know yeah, what? We can't deal with it. Just resigns. He's like, also, can, I- can we talk about the wedding that I was at? They were both doctors. They're both pediatricians. Do you know how they met? They were lab partners in medical school. That's literally so romantic. That's okay. We're the only ones who are going to find them. Dude, and you know what? They're on their first year of residency together. Oh my god. That's gosh. literally so cute. It's like Grey's Anatomy, but gone right for once. <laughs> literally, she's Puerto Rican. He's Guyanese. You know, it was. And okay, so we were at the wedding, right? And so. Mm-hmm obviously they're both doctors they have doctor friends so the mc mm-hmm. was like can i call out table 18 and it was just a table full of doctors and i was like yeah this is gonna be when i'm this is gonna be me when i'm older yeah fuck yeah <laughs> anyone a- anyone anyway english oh god anyway i mean to be fair it's three in the fucking morning i was gonna say it is literally 3 11 in the morning please leave us the fuck alone the things we do for you this has really become like after dark okay it is like pitch black <laughs> this is beyond after dark this is amira and tree on crack cocaine at three in the morning <laughs> change this podcast name to amira and tree on crack. crack and cocaine after dark oh god <laughs> which one's who's cracking who's cocaine <laughs> <laughs> we know which one i am i know guys oh my god you know when people say like this is like a facetime call with us now i understand why they say that like literally we have no filter no self-control <laughs> okay the more we record these episodes the less filter it becomes like the more and more we unravel and spiral into mental health issues um but a lot of people like keep telling me that i get this is the same dm i get every time like oh my god i feel like i'm on call with you yeah bitch because we're psychotic and have no filter (laughs) honestly this is why we hit number one again and number two in the usa literally what the when we when we saw that i think we both wanted to like scream no you called me and i screamed my lungs out i was like what the fuck because someone dm'd it to me okay you guys literally dm'd it to us like we didn't even fucking know we paid no attention to our shit and the fact that ours is always next to emma chamberlain's podcast is what just that is the highlight I can't even, like, okay, first of all, I would like to, I don't think anyone knows this, but Amir and I started this because one night we were like, oh my god, do you want to start a podcast? And she was like, yeah, and then we, like, recorded it. Like, that was it. There was no reason, there was no... No, I literally remember, we were sitting at my windowsills talking, much, like, the yeah. most shit about shit Kelvin. On. Yeah, I was like, we were just talking mad shit on our accent at this point. And we were like, we were like, do you want to record a podcast and talk shit? Because, like, so many people want to hear it. And she was like, yeah. And then here we are. Here we are. It blows my mind that you guys are interested. Like, it, like, yeah. get, like, like it blows my mind that you guys are real people listening to our shit. No, it just blows my mind that you guys find us talking about crack again. <laughs> um, As I'm hitting my nicotine choke. <laughs> <laughs> this is like what you this is, i'm so sorry if you guys think this is your entertainment but like people are like oh my god i was still doing homework bitch <laughs> amira choking on nicotine for seven minutes <laughs> someone make a compilation anyway no literally people are like oh my god this is like my therapy guys we're the ones that need therapy please don't let us be the way that we genuinely like 
no joke we genuinely do need therapy yeah, like, but we just okay. do not go to therapy yeah we, we're just like okay guys deal with emotional trauma by crying and laughing about it and amira having a nicotine addiction <laughs> it is fine the way okay. that therapy could probably solve our problems but we just refused to not yeah. go to therapy or, actually i think our parents refused to send us no, no, no. Uh, yeah our parents refused <laughs> to send us to therapy but i bet you when we were in med- medical school in a few years yeah i don't even know i think we'll have enough trauma built up for the rest of our lives at this point no our first year of residency in a few years we're just gonna i'll be like on the phone in the, like in in the on call yeah. room like just, like, crying. just crying i <laughs> love the patient and i can't <laughs> handle this we're gonna literally like shoot ourselves okay don't take that seriously we don't need warning we can't get canceled warning. please don't kill yourself <laughs> not us lecturing people about why not to heal themselves and us also at three in the morning when we're gonna heal ourselves no, 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 no. I had to explain to Anthony. I like accidentally brought it up. I was like, oh, yeah, I almost killed myself. And then Tree was on the phone with me. And he, the look on his face was like, holy shit. And then I had to explain I was getting my hair and makeup done after almost killing myself and then having to go to the hospital with full blown hair and makeup on, praying that they don't drug test me. Oh, my God. This story. We've never told the story, have we? <clears throat> I think this would be a good time. You know, we can catch them up on this. Anyways, my psychologist was giving me, he made me redo a bunch of assignments that I perfectly did three times, you know, and I was just like over it. And then my mother was giving me shit for her. And, you know, school is a really big part of my life. And that is my happiness. And that's the only sole reason I am living. So when someone starts hating on my education is when I get really mad and sad, especially if it's my fucking mother. And I was like, I can't do this. So, you know, Amira just decided to, she's going to off herself. So mm-hmm. I call a tree, you know, foaming up in no, my no, 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 wrong. First of all, I left Amira 19 missed calls and she texted me saying, I can't do this anymore. Goodbye. I love you. I was like, what the fuck is going on? This bitch is at the DMV. I'm literally on the way to the DMV trying to get my fucking license. And Amira's like, Hi, goodbye. I love you. I hope you. I was like, what? <laughs> the DMV lady, her being like, hold on one second. Amira, don't fucking kill yourself. Yeah, Give literally. me a minute. Don't okay. fucking kill yourself. <laughs> no, you don't understand. I was in line, okay? And I was on the phone with her. And Amira's like, Tree, I can't do this. And then DMV lady's like, Do you need a minute? And I was like, No, it's fine. And my mom was like, Bitch, this is so stupid. Can you not deal with this tomorrow? Beta, can you please deal with this later? And I was like, She's like, Can you not deal with this tomorrow? And I was like, Mom, my friend is trying to give herself. And my mom's like, You're trying to get your license. Like, that. And then DMV lady's like, I can wait. I can put it on hold. And then I was like, Amira, don't kill yourself. And then the DMV lady's like, Sign here. And I was like, Amira, you have to stay alive. <laughs> I need you to be alive because I need my license to stay alive. Oh my God. And then she's like, Sign here. And I was like, Okay. And then she was like, Okay, go over there for your picture. And I'm like, Amira, don't kill yourself. I'm walking over there for the picture. <laughs> and then, no, no, no. The worst part is that. I'm on my way to the hospital. <laughs> I'm with full blown hair and makeup done because I was like, I'm not fucking being oh, put into a this, casket. Yeah, ugly. this bitch literally, this bitch goes, I need to be pretty when I kill myself. I was like, what the shit? It's the most Leo shit I've ever seen in my life. You anyway. killing yourself is just being like, you know what? I'm gonna wear this comfy sweatshirt. Yeah, just, I'd be like, okay, sweatpants, sweatshirt off myself. And Amir's like, okay, guys, I need to be in my hottest dress with my boobs looking so. I'm like, <laughs> Okay, and also I would like to mention that Amira and I have like I don't know if people do this or maybe I mean I mean people do this just the mentally unstable people do this, but we have notes on our phone for the people when we we ever off ourselves or anything happens, so we have like notes on our phone for goodbye. So Amira starts texting me her note from her. <laughs> no, you sent me the suicide note you wrote for oh. me and then read it out to me. Oh my god, I was like I just started reading it out loud and then the DMV people were like, what the hell? They probably thought we were like insane. And my mom, the entire way driving back from the DM, she's like, What the fuck are your priorities? Why is someone trying to kill themselves at 2 p.m. in the afternoon? What the hell is going on? 
Why didn't you call 911? What are you doing? <laughs> the way we review, there has been so many times where Tria's been in her bathroom about to kill herself, but I just will not call 911 yeah, because just, I just believe we believe that yeah, we can just. We, we're just like, it's fine, guys. We're the paramedics therapy and everything. <laughs> I, I am certified with all of my achievements. I just. <laughs> we're like, we're 300 miles away. Okay, guys, I'm going to see you. <laughs> No, no, no. It's like, you know what? If she slits her wrist, she can suture it herself. She knows yeah, she's like, it's fine, guys. Amira literally told this to me. You know, she was like, okay, I treat. If I slit it the wrong way, it's okay. I'll just suture it and then retry. And I was like, <laughs> okay, honestly, if you do slit your wrist and change your mind, it's not like you can't fix it yourself. <laughs> oh my God. This bitch literally broke her nose. And she's like, what if I try to stitch it back together? <laughs> The way please, that I didn't even call my mom when I broke my nose. I she called like, her. Yeah, she was like, please. I was like, please go to the damn hospital. She's like, what if it just stops? And like, what if it like, what if I fix it? And, like, and then I, I got it. I then I got an MRI. And then it was like, no, your bone is out of place. Yeah. Anyway, that is the story of Amira and Tree's DMV and trying to kill herself trauma. No big deal or anything. We're fine. It's um probably one of our favorite stories to this day. But um, you guys have an hour and 10 minute episode to listen to, and it is 3.30 in the morning. To conclude, Amira's in a happy relationship, <laughs> and it is very healthy. I am not used to this, so round of applause for Amira for finally getting something healthy in her life. Yes, everyone clap. And second thing, second most important thing is, Amira and Dre have a lot of trauma in their life that they deal with by crying laughing at 3.30 in the morning, so please excuse <laughs> Please excuse us. Amira, Shout out to please. our parents for giving us emotional trauma. To- yeah. With. Yeah. And poor Amira has to edit this thing tomorrow. And she has to like sit there and listen to us go through our emotional trauma and watch us slowly become more unstable as the night progresses. No, no, no. We started the <clears throat> podcast off as everyone's like, oh, yeah, mentally stable girls. And then there's this. Yeah. Literally, the last 20 minutes of this podcast is us barely breathing laughing because of how emotionally unstable we are. Please ignore this part of the podcast. <laughs> anyway, um, if you made it this far, no, you didn't. The answer is no. You no, 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 no. There's no trace of this anywhere. You don't remember anything we said. You don't fucking remember. Or else I'll show up to your house and slit your throat. That yeah. is a threat. Yeah. Yes, after the 45-minute mark, you have no idea what we talked about. That is it. That is the end of the episode. <laughs> but, yeah, we love you guys so much. I'm sorry. We are both sorry that this took us so long to record. But it will be up soon, and we love you, and we're so thankful that you guys are patient. And now that it is summer, we have a lot of good stories to tell and a lot more time to record. And Yeah, we can talk about my crazy teachers and professors. <laughs> yeah, because you won't be seeing them again. <laughs> anyway um and we have some pretty nice stories that we haven't told yet that we will be saving for next time so until then bye bitches